This is Let's Talk to Lucy, starring Lucille Ball. A very warm welcome to you all. I'm Gary Morton, and now, let's talk to Lucy. Hi, this is Lucy, and my guest today is Carolyn Jones, a very talented actress who says success does not come to anyone overnight. But her big break did come about rather suddenly when she won an Academy Award nomination for a six-minute scene in The Bachelor Party. After that, Carolyn appeared in a succession of movies such as Marjorie Morningstar, Hole in the Head, How the West Was Won, and is currently starring as the strikingly beautiful, weirdly wonderful Morticia in The Addams Family. Hi, Carol. It's very nice to have you as our guest today. Thank you, Lucy. Nice to be here. Did I pronounce Morticia correctly? Beautifully. Beautifully, just like a true Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you really are strikingly beautiful and weirdly wonderful as that character. Are you enjoying it? Oh, sure. It's wonderful. It's a marvel. It's a ball, you know. They must have done a lot of talking, though, to talk you into a series. Yes, they did. Doing a series um, to the layman now, I want to explain. Doing a series is quite uh, a regimented way of life and uh, quite opposite to making pictures and you as sign you know. up you sign <laughs> yeah. up for a long time and you are excluded from doing uh, uh, other things that mm -hmm. you might want to be doing so that's why i say uh, it's physically very exhausting, to too. Mm -hmm. As you know, it's physically exhausting because it's continual yeah. hard 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 work. How long you been at it now? One Just season? one season. But, I've been uh, at it 14 years. I know, so that's why I say you know <laughs> how hard it can be. But you're enjoying it. Very much. Why? I, well, I tell you, I've always liked Charles Adams. Mm -hmm. I like the way he looks at life. I think it's funny. A very good yeah. point. Very good reason for taking that series. Yeah. And I also feel like um, to do a comedy show is uh, much more rewarding, really, in a sense, than to do a dramatic show. You do a dramatic show week in, week out. You get very depressed. I do. I've You're bound have, to you know, have something it funny your thoughts a lot. Right, right. I feel like, um, what's his name, the actor? Ronald Coleman did uh, Double Life. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the movie that yes. whenever he was playing a, a dramatic part, he was very dramatic? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think we all are kind of like that. Yes. So I enjoy the comedy. And also, uh, I was persuaded, more or less, to do this particular show because the people involved with it, they had not knock on wood, had not had a, uh, a flop television show. It's always a big So that was factor, a big plus. Isn't it? Yes. Of course, that doesn't mean that they can't have. That's but it, true. It, it gives That's you true. an optimistic start anyway. Mm -hmm. How do you manage something? Every time I see you, you look a little different. I have one of those kind of faces. It's not your face uh, entirely, it's but your hair or your hairstyle or the way you're dressed or whatever it is. I don't know, but you always look a little different to me. I know. Isn't that odd? Uh, other people have said that to me. Now, of course, I don't wear bangs anymore. Maybe that might have something to do with it. Whatever, with whatever changes. But you make a lot of changes purposely? Not purposely. I get bored. I get bored with myself. Well, then it is purposely. I'd and like to be able to make more changes in my hairdo and my style. But there's, uh, you're very lucky, I think, because you can walk into a store and you know exactly what you want. I can't even walk into a store. They don't have <laughs> things that fit me. <laughs> I have to have everything made. Isn't that awful? No, I don't think so. I think yeah, uh, it'd be nice to walk wonderful. in and be able to get just the right things and pick them up and wear them that night. Yeah. Everything has to be altered, let down, taken up, taken in, let out something. Oh, for me too. Uh, but you know, when you walk into a store, for instance, we were talking about, uh, before the show about that pretty little thing you have on your head, and it, it's all—I'll describe it to the people. It's all 
kind of pink petals uh, petals all over your hair. It's very oh. attractive and it looks like you. It's a it's soft and feminine. It's like an ice cream soda. Yes, it, <laughs> it really got is. out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It took a little tear there. <laughs> but it's it's very much you. Well, thank so you. So you can walk into a store and for instance, pick something like that up. I think it's lovely, and I'd probably walk in and buy it and put it on my head, and then I'd look different than what I did with something yeah. before. Do I make any sense yes, to you? Yes, <laughs> Are you happy these days? Very, very What do you um, like about yourself the most these days, Carolyn? Because I well, think that uh, a certain point in our life we have gone through a lot of self-analysis, yeah, that's a, that's about uh, that's interesting because that's true. I'm beginning. What I like about myself now is that I like myself again. Uh huh. Now that sounds sort of selfish, but I'm contented with myself. Good. And uh, that's important. Also, I uh, I'm able to be alone and not be uh, upset by it. Hey, that's a that's a big win, isn't it? Yes, it is. It takes a long time for people, lots of people, to accomplish that. Yes. Able to be alone and enjoy it. Mm hmm. For me, mm -hmm. that was murder for a long time because uh, I had been used to being married and being with someone else. Mm -hmm. Before you were ever married, uh, did you find it easy to be alone then? Yes, as a matter of fact, I did, <laughs> which it doesn't comment or bode too well for my marriage. But I guess it wasn't too good anyway because I'd, I just recently had a divorce. They're so, not very nice to live through, but they don't uh, stop us from... Uh, from living. From living, nor from falling in love again and thinking about marriage again. That's very true. Now, what I love about uh, this state of California that we have... What? What is <laughs> the divorce laws? That's right. That you that have to wait a year. year. is marvelous because <clears throat> there's the biggest temptation, I think, for women especially. Well, the sidewalks are very spongy and you bounce a lot. That's right. Yes, that's true. But I guess sidewalks all over the world are like that. Because mm. on the rebound, uh, you do yeah. strange things. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm You never had any children? No, much to my sorrow. Well, it's not too late, you know. No, that's true, if I find the, the proper fella. Well, now, I would like to know something about your plans for Carolyn. Well, what I would like to do at Carolyn the moment... Carolyn Jones, that is. Yes. What I would like to do at the moment is float. Now, that sounds kind of odd. Alone? But no, but I'd like to keep things status quo for a while. I'd like to enjoy what is happening to me now for a while. Well, I just, just don't want to get I don't want to get married yet. That's yeah. the only thing that I really don't want to do. I want to enjoy. And by enjoying, uh, what do you mean? I want to enjoy being alone. I want to enjoy being my own master, as it were. I want to enjoy uh, working on the show and not having uh, someone else tell me, "Well, you should do this and you should do that," and blah blah blah, blah, blah. so that you live the show twenty-four hours a day. And. Uh, but you would marry another person in the business. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I would, principally because it is very rare that you meet anyone outside of the business. It must be rough being married to a doctor or a dentist yes. or a, a man who runs a dry goods store who really wouldn't understand our hours and our camaraderie mm -hmm. and our... And our type of women, too, which is, I think is very unusual. For instance, uh, actresses. Uh, we'll see another actress, and we always throw our arms around each other. You said camaraderie, so I'm just really making a, an extension of that. And you see an actor, a friend of yours that you've worked with in a picture, you throw your arms around him, too. Certain fellas don't quite understand that. People do it in other businesses, too. Yeah, but uh, I think they take it a little more seriously sometimes in other businesses than we do. What do you mean? 
I mean, they figure if you throw your arms around a fellow who is not your husband that you're oh. trying to get that fellow, yeah. you see. Which I don't think is as serious in our business as uh, in someplace else. No, you see, we have, uh, all of us in this business, have such a love of the business, and anyone connected with it is sort of put into that uh, sphere of mm -hmm. love. And sure. we, it's just all part of the business. We love everybody in it, and all parts of it is a rule. We really do. That's very true. And uh, we don't think of it as we particularly mad about the personality, but mm -hmm. it's part of our life. I may fight with somebody in the business, but if someone outside of the business criticized them, I'm ready there with both fists. No, you can't talk about, well, she's got problems, or he's got, yeah. you know, I'm ready to uh, And you, you, fight. you understand them easily. Can you understand if I tell you that our time is up already? You're kidding. <laughs> well, you see, girl chit-chat is... Uh, time-consuming, uh, so. but you just don't realize. That's but you promise to be with me again tomorrow, so we'll continue on, I'd right? I'd love to, sure. Okay, dear. I have been talking to Carolyn Jones. I hope you'll be with us tomorrow. She will be our guest again. Bye for now. Hi, this is Lucy. And again today, my guest is the weirdly wonderful Morticia from the Adams family. None other than Miss Carolyn Jones. Hi, dear. Hi. Sweetheart. Thanks for being my guest again today. Let's pick up right where we were yesterday. Okay. Uh, we were talking about the business and um, our love of it and mm -hmm. uh, the way we uh, wouldn't want it to be any other way. You certainly have no plans in your future to leave the business. No. So let's talk for a moment about some of the wonderful uh, leading men that you have worked with, like Bob Hope, Bill Holden, Frank Sinatra, Marlon Brando, Richard Burton, and many others. Mm -hmm. That must have been the greatest training in the world. It kind of is. You, as uh, you know, as you should know too. Well, I haven't worked with, with that many great ones. I've worked with Bob Hope, Bill Holden, and uh, some you others. You didn't work but... with Brando? No, I've never worked with Brando. I haven't even met him. He's a <coughs> very strange fellow. Yes, that I know. <laughs> but he's a very good actor. Excellent. Of course. And Burton, of course, is a very good actor. I'm quite interested now to see him since he is married to Elizabeth Taylor. I think he's become a much better motion picture actor. I only met him after he was married to Elizabeth. And according to the tales that I had heard about him, he's either one of the finest actors in the world or he has changed. Mm. Uh, probably one of the most charming men I ever met in my life. He was, when, when I worked with him, uh, we did a picture at Warner Brothers called Ice Palace, which mm -hmm. was one of those long Edna Ferber... Yes. You start at 17 and wind up the end of the picture at 65. You uh -huh. know? So we had 14 or 15 weeks together. Mm. And he was always charming to me. He was always a nice, gentlemanly... And he's a very interesting sweet, man, isn't he? Yes, yes, very. And we had a great deal of fun. He and uh, Jim Backus was on the picture. Oh, he's and marvelous. He was wonderful. And we talked, and he told me marvelous stories, and he got me interested in reading, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Dylan Thomas. Yes. And he would do great readings off stage in that magnificent actor kind of wonderful voice. His exercises. You know, his exercises yeah. is true. And I enjoyed it very much. But uh, I do think he's become a better motion picture actor. He's not talking through his nose anymore, you yeah. know, like that. He's, he's become... Easier Relaxed, with yes. his work. He's sure. He's working with authority now. He's, mm -hmm. he's made it. That's true of all of us, I guess, when we have a, Do you a think feeling. That's it? Well, a feeling of belonging, finally, to uh, something that meant a great deal to us. I, I happen to know that much about Richard that he did aspire very much to wanting to be of an, an important part of the mm -hmm. picture industry. And you can be very big in Shakespeare in England and still mm -hmm. not feel that you're a part of the great motion picture industry. And he never did until he 
got the last two or three years under his belt, so yes. to speak. Anyway, um, Bill Holden's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just adore him. I wish he would live in this country a little bit more. I do, too. And work around us, but I guess he's forsaken us forever, although he still makes pictures, but uh, he, he chooses them for strange reasons, you know, where yeah. it takes him rather than whom he's with. That is interesting. I, I never quite understood that. He's always been um, tortured with wanderlust, and I mean yes. tortured, because a lot of people have wanderlust and enjoy taking trips, but Bill mm -hmm. is never. Wherever he is, he wants to be some other place and, oh, and leaves immediately. We all would kind of say, gee, I'd love to go to Hong Kong or something mm -hmm. like that, or I'd love to see Africa, and eventually some of us do. But once we're there, we say, how nice, and then we turn around mm -hmm. and we come back and we remember it. But wherever Bill is, it's just a stopping over place. I just two weeks ago had this conversation with him, so hmm. that's why I'm almost quoting him. It's Bob a, Hope. Is a dog. Now there's the dream man of the world. Yes, indeed. And talk about a traveler. I was just going to say. But a how, different kind of traveler. That, that's true. It seems like he always comes back home. Well, he goes uh, always with a set-up purpose. He goes mm -hmm. to do something, but as opposed to Holden, who will just make the trip, you <laughs> <Yes>. know, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> whether funny. he's got anything to do or not. Is this trip necessary? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Marlon Brando, what was he like when you worked with him? Well, we did a picture called Desiree. He played Napoleon. Yes. At the time, I, that was during the, the uh, era where he was doing, uh, what did he do right before that? Mark Anthony or something. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your no, ears. He was, was his dictator period. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wasn't too fond of him, to tell you the truth, in those particular roles. He doesn't give very much of himself to another person, I suppose, when he's working with them. He, he's very uh, no, he quiet has his and own, introspective. Yes, he has his own timing, and he plays his own thing within himself. And it's always very effective and very good. But you kind of got to guess at it? Yeah, you sort of have to guess when he's finished. <laughs> you know, you're never quite sure whether it's time for me. Is it time for me to come in now? Oh, okay, now I'll talk. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And uh, But he's a charming man. He really is. We sat off in the corner, I remember, and played chess on a little tiny board. Oh, you, you know. play chess? You must be very erudite. Well, that's what everybody says, but I don't quite go along with that. Because I, I have the feeling that chess is like, like war. That if you know and understand... The masculine drive for war, well, you can play a pretty fair game of chess. Well, I'll dissect that later, whatever that means. <laughs> okay. My husband is forever wanting me to play chess with him, and I don't ah. even dare start because I figure I'll look very stupid. And no, uh, it, you'll you'll probably win because I think any woman with uh, that understands men, and I think you understand men. Well, I might understand men, but not men at war. I don't know. <laughs> I'll dissect that and let you know. <laughs> I don't equate the two. <laughs> Your friendships over the years, Carolyn, with men or women, mm -hmm. I'd like to know if you could quickly mm -hmm. recall what they were based on. What my friendships with men and women were mm -hmm. based Not on? Not your marriage, but a friendship. Do you know offhand well, I know what you what first look for in a... Or what, what I you first found look? first? Uh, I can what you recognized as something you wanted to be? I can tell you, I know what the psychologists and psychiatrists say that friendships are. And I, looking back over the years and remembering the people that I was with at that t at various times, I understand. The psychologists say 
that we form friendships because there, there is a, something in another person that we lack in ourselves and we admire. And it's a counterbalance, oh, friendships that are lasting. Or something in, that you see in the other person that you like in yourself. Yes, that's true. I think that's probably the reason I form, uh, form friendships as everyone else. Um, the first thing I look for in a, in a friend is sensitivity. To what? To other people, to uh, people's needs or to... Uh, Just awareness. To awareness, <clears throat> really. Uh, when I say sensitivity, that's the word I really am searching for, is awareness. Mm -hmm. I also like people who like dogs. I think that you... Uh, I don't agree with W.C. Fields. I don't think... Anyone who likes, who doesn't like dog and children, dogs and children can't be all bad. Remember what he said. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I kind of think got him a lot of publicity, but I don't go did. along with it. I, I have found it. some people who like animals more than they do people. That and that That's bothers me a little. That's a little strange. Yes. Little strange. Yes. But because uh, I think it's much harder to like people than it is animals. It is. You have to work at it a little more. Sure. Competition. How do you feel about competition? I am I always love it. being accused. You say you love it. I am always being accused, and I say accused because I, I take it, uh, I don't like it, uh, of being a, a girl who seems to love to get in there and win. And so they take for granted that I must have fought very hard, tooth and nail, to get what I have. And I mm -hmm. resent that because I didn't. I've always just loved being a part of what I've been doing. Do you think that that makes you upset because it's, it seems to be a slur on your femininity? Of course. That that is what a man is Not supposed to do. Not only my femininity, but my way of life. Mm -hmm. uh, it just never occurs to me that uh, that I'm in such hot competition. Our time is up again, Carolyn, <gasps> but you're much too interesting. Please be with me again tomorrow. I'd love it. Okay, dear. I have been talking to Miss Carolyn Jones. I hope you've enjoyed our little chat today as much as I have. Please be with us again tomorrow. Bye now. Hi, this is Lucy, and again today I have the fabulously beautiful Carolyn Jones, whom perhaps you uh, know from the Adams Family TV show, where she plays the weirdly wonderful Morticia. Thank you, Carolyn, for being our guest again today. It's my pleasure. I enjoy it very much. Did you get enough rest last night? Oh, yes. I understand you do your, your Adams Family show three days a week, but then you have three days off. That's right. We, you see, we work with the same crew that shoots uh, another show called Mr. Ed. Mm. So Mr. Ed takes three days to shoot, and we take three days to shoot. And then the horse gets three days off, and so That's do you. That's right. And <clears throat> I get just as much time as the horse. There's something wrong with that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you have your time off? I do uh, all kinds of crazy things. What? I uh, clean out the closets in my house, or the drawers, rearrange drawers. I'm a nut for keeping drawers nice and clean. A place for everything and everything in its place. Yes. Well, someone told me once if you have an orderly drawer or orderly dressing room, you'll have an orderly mind. I think the so mind I, comes first. I think it's supposed to, but I think if, if I try to keep the, the drawers orderly, maybe it'll influence me somewhere in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I've kind of uh, solved it, too, for my children and myself. I have uh, invested in some plastic drawers. They're great. Like they have in some stores. As a matter of fact, I yes. got the, uh, the idea from uh, Magnons or someplace. And uh, I had uh, my maintenance man build the, what do you call it, the framework yes. for them. And I take the plastic tops off them. They come mm -hmm. with plastic tops. And uh, then I insert these drawers. I have 48 great. in an area that uh, doesn't take up more than 
six feet by three feet. That's marvelous. And I have 48 drawers in there. And you should patent You can that. see everything. And, well, it's already been patented. I mean for home For use, the homes you know. that I have sold it to a lot of my friends. I mean, sold the idea. Mm. And uh, it's very helpful, especially when you're trying to teach your young children to be neat and, uh, as I say, a place for everything and everything in its place. Very they really good. are marvelous. I love having uh, two sweaters in a plastic drawer and two more and, mm -hmm. and everything. You, and can you can see, see through them and everything. Sure. Well, how did we get on this? Well, it's... Oh, what you were telling me what you do when, uh, when you have time off. That, ah, yes, that's Sometimes right. you get very neat and orderly. Yes. Sometimes you sleep. That's true. I can't sleep the clock around or anything like that. No, I can't do that. I will sleep an extra hour because I find that getting to the studio, I have to be at the studio at 6.30. This is not news, of course, to you because I'm sure you're this, in the same boat. And I don't leave much before 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. So when I get home, I have my dinner and I fall asleep with my ear in the mashed potatoes most of the time. So by the time I am off, I will sleep maybe two extra hours the day that I'm off which will make up for uh, the time I've lost. You think so, huh? Look at all the time spent trying to get the mashed potatoes out of your ears. <laughs> well, you know those jokes of where they put the fellow puts carrots in his ears and he goes into the bar and the bartender keeps talking to him and talking to him and finally he says, can't you hear me? Don't you understand that I'm saying something to you? He says, of course I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I've got these carrots in my ears. <laughs> Silly joke. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to wind up saying, but I see a lot better. <laughs> Probably so. So what do you do the other times? Then the other times I paint. Paint? Yes. I didn't know you were a painter. Well, I keep it a very closely guarded secret because I'm the world's worst. But you paint and enjoy doing it for I your do. own amazement. I do, and I, I give them to friends. I have... Uh, I hope I will be considered a friend. I'd be delighted to do what That's a I promise. do them for for the people. What do you like to do? Uh, Whatever the people remind me of. Snowscapes. Oh, what do I remind you of? An old mud hole. I don't hole? know yet. No, I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Before but, you leave, you tell me what I'm getting. Okay. No, I tell you what I will do. I will do one for you and send it to you. Oh, I see. With You're a large question mark, <laughs> and if you say. Get this out of here. <laughs> Just send it back. <laughs> uh, okay, no, I will treasure it. I would love it. Uh, but you do paint uh, by the hour or just uh, once in a while? I paint until I finish. Yes, so do I. And I don't care whether the light changes or not because Maybe. I paint at night. Oh, then you do it too. Yes. I, my oh, own I paint at night. I eat, you know, I used to eat all of the, uh, uh, I'd be trying to paint a bowl of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> by the time I'd get finished, there'd be nothing but... The skeletons. So you, you know? just have the picture of the bowl. Yeah, <clears throat> and a lot of uh, pits. I like still lives. I, I, I like do anything. I like seascapes, landscapes. I love to do uh, snow, and I mix up icing and uh, let that dry. And oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Are you serious? Really? Yeah. Do you do that? I love it. That's exciting. I never thought of that. Crazy. Did you ever do uh, collages with? Um, um, no, I haven't done collages at all. What is that paper that we all used to use when we were kids? Uh, crepe paper. No, I have. You wet it and pull it around. I, I know this is silly. I have silly. one a girl sent me that's very beautiful. It's pretty. You can do beautiful mm -hmm. flower arrangements with I it. I have one in my uh, dressing room. It's uh, quite a work of art. Uh, yeah. When you uh, entertain, uh, not the way you used to entertain when you were married, but now when you entertain, mm -hmm. what is your preference? A buffet? A barbecue? A... No, I like sit-down dinners. Mm -hmm. I really do. I like them... Uh, very much because it limits the amount of people I can have and I can talk to them all and enjoy them 
Also, I am long-legged, and I dread to balance a plate. Yes. On these <laughs> long legs. I'm sure that I'm going to drop the plate on somebody, ruin somebody's Dior gown. How <laughs> tall are you? You don't look so tall. I'm five foot five and a half, but uh, my legs don't go all the way up. <laughs> I'm, I'm five six and a half, and my daughter is five seven and a half already. Mm. I think she's just she's about gonna be completed that growth, but uh, I didn't expect her to be an inch taller than I. <laughs> well, sometimes you can't win them all. I'm taller than my mother too. I think oh, each, each generation, generation they say it's just going to be a, a, like we're all going to have like Empire State Building grandchildren. <laughs> Would uh, that be something? I understand you were a disc jockey once. Yes. Where was that? That was in Amarillo, Texas. That was like for a fast five minutes. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. It was a ball. I was doing something in showbiz. Well, but <laughs> too, you're probably really that interested in people like I am. I yes. love to talk to people. And Oh, I do too. And I hope you understand that our time is up again today. You're kidding me. <laughs> I have enjoyed I so much. I so badly. No, really. I have enjoyed it so much. So I've, I've gotten an insight into Miss Carolyn Jones that I don't think I ever would have had without this three-day chat. How nice. Thank so you. So I hope you will come back and visit us again someday. I'd like that very much. And, and you, you have a painting coming. Don't forget. And a friendship. Thank you. you. Good luck and God bless. Thank you. Are you loving Let's Talk to Lucy? Then you have a real treat in store for you. A new episode is being released every week on the SXM app and wherever you listen to podcasts.